All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Hey, welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sukira. He is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron and Washington, Pennsylvania. They invest their clients' money in individually owned stocks in custom-made portfolios that only they offer for their clients and the people that invest with them. Well, we're going to talk to Walt today about, about how they invest in money and about the market and what's happening. Well, Walt, last week it seems that the uh, bears sharpened their claws on the tree of the Federal Reserve and handed the, uh, the market uh, their first uh, significant losses in, in several months. Yeah, Bob, for sure. We saw the markets uh, remind us all that they can go down last week. Uh, we, we've had a, you know, a heck of a recovery since the lows of last March, and uh, people get a little spoiled with the markets just you know, pushing forward and pushing forward. And uh, you, know, you get a week last, like last week, and it, it just reminds us there's risk and there's potential uh, for, for downside movement. And that really makes us all, you know, think hard about the strategies and tactics that we're using in our portfolios. I think it's important to sharpen those up a little bit and make sure that we're, you know, really doing a good job as we move forward. It's going to get a little tougher. So we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Index last week lose 1,189 points for the week. It was down 3.4%. Those year-to-date returns quickly pulled back a little bit, and we sit year-to-date at 8.8%. Uh, the S&P 500 gave up 1.9% last week, about 80 points. Uh, year-to-date, we're at 10.9%. Uh, the NASDAQ came back a little bit last week, but remember, it had been lagging the other indices uh, for the year. It uh, came down 39 points, 0.3%. So it held up a little bit better, Bob, than in the other two big indexes. And year-to-date, it matches pretty close to the Dow Jones Industrial Average now at 8.9% year-to-date. And the Russell 2000 came back quite a bit, almost 4.2% for the week. A lot of volatility in those small mid-cap stocks. Again, you know, uh, potentials there. We, we like the portfolio we put together, but we realize there's a lot of risk, and volatility is what we define as risk. You know, that uh, when you look at it from month to month or week to week, you see bigger swings, and we saw that last week. Uh, so those Russell 2000 now are at 13.3%. Uh, it was a week, really, where a lot of news came out. I think um, nobody was expecting a lot from the Federal Reserve meeting. Um, you know, they, they all met, uh, the Federal Reserve Board, and talked about policy. But there was some messaging that came out of that that, uh, you know, spooked the market a little bit and started to, you know, make everybody think about these inflationary concerns. Uh, again, that's the big debate, Bob, whether they're transitory or whether they're going to be something that does stay around a little bit longer. 
Now, when the Fed met last week and they came out and they said, uh, again, things that the investors didn't want to hear, like we think we're going to be raising interest rates uh, either in 2022 or 2023. Now, you look at that and say, well, that's a year, more than a year away from now. Why would that uh, bother the markets today? Well, Bob, I think it's the reason. You know, it's, it's, it's always the reason. It's always the underlying condition. It's, uh, you know, what they do is something they signal. And, again, I think what they're saying is they have concern. You know, this economy is heating up. Uh, that's what we wanted. We got really explosive growth, I mean, in many, many areas of the economy, and we're seeing it. And, you know, the economy's having a hard time keeping up. Companies and supply chains are having a hard time keeping up with that growth. Um, and, you know, I saw an interesting statistic uh, this week that said, you know, 50% of the people alive right now in the United States never really experienced an inflationary period. I mean, you got to go back. Uh, into the 70s and, and early 80s to remember what inflation is all about and, and how it can really impact and, you know, change so many things so quickly. It's it's a huge tax. Um, you know, it's, it's a tax on everyday people because, again, as prices go up and you feel it at the, you know, your fuel costs like gasoline or in, in food prices, you know, things we have to have to survive, I mean, when prices are pushing up in those areas, it makes it very, very difficult for the average person's budget. Um, so again, inflation is something that's very concerning, and I think the Fed's signaling they're, you know, they're they're staying with this transitory narrative, but uh, you know, we're not sure that's really the case. There's a lot of debate whether it's going to be transitory or whether it's going to be a, a repeat of some inflation we might have seen in the past. Talking to Walt Sakira of the AKW Group here in Akron and in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you have any questions, Walt, about the market this half hour, about your investments, give us a call at 330-673-1234. And outside of Akron and on WNIR.com, call toll-free, 800-669-4100. Walt, you talk about the need of having having good research and, and intellectual capital when building your investment plans. Now, much of the research that, that you do comes from a place called Stratagas, if I'm saying that right. What is Stratagas, and how do they help you? Yeah, it's strategist, Bob, and it's actually a Baird company. They were an independent, uh, really macro a firm that you know thinks about a lot of things that are important to us. They give us macroeconomic perspectives. They give us perspective on government policy, technical analysis. Uh, they give us a deep understanding of the fixed income and equity equity markets from an independent perspective. And uh, Baird uh, purchased Strategis a few years ago, and uh, they give us some real great insights. Again, every one of these is is just data points. They're they're things to help us build our investment uh, strategies. Uh, we go way deeper than this, but, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have great intellectual capital all around us here at Baird, and Strategis is a firm that definitely gives us that. Now, Strategis has a something called a market gauge that looks at what they call 16 building blocks for the market. How does this gauge work? Uh, it's interesting, Bob. They, they put together a really nice piece. It's a, it's a one-pager. Um, and it shows 16 different uh, really important categories, and they put them in favorable and unfavorable categories. Uh, currently in their fav- favorable uh, column, they have the administration, corporate earnings, uh, economic growth, fiscal policy, uh, liquidity, monetary policy, technical picture, and the U.S. dollar. And then their unfavorable column, they have budget trade deficits, uh, commodity prices, demographics, global trade, inflation, sentiment, valuation, and war and peace. Uh, so they, they're kind of looking at a lot of big-picture items out there that we think are really important, 
and they're giving us kind of a net, net, you know, net positive, net, net uh, negative. Right now, they're at neutral, and uh, it's just a really nice piece. And again, there's a lot of depth. Uh, they write pieces on all of these different types of topics that I just talked about that give us great perspective uh, that help us build a good macroeconomic uh, framework. Now, is this kind of research available to your clients? It is, Bob. Yeah, we make it available to our clients for those that are interested. You know, I always tell people, I can fill your mailbox with information, but if you don't need it, uh, let us handle it and let us, you know, think about it, know that we have it. Uh, but there are people out there that, you know, like to have a little bit more. They want depth. And uh, for those types of investors, we can provide some really good research, uh, you know, uh, strategists and Baird, they do a really good job. And there's a lot of pieces that we can put in people's hands that are interested. So in the bottom line is how important is good research to an investor? Bob, it's the building block. You know, great, great minds um, are important. At the end of the day, you have to be able to use research. It's got to be actionable. I always say, you know, it, it, if it doesn't help me make decisions, then it's not worth it. So I've spent 30 years of my career identifying resources outside of Bear that I continue to buy on my own uh, to make sure that I have the right information for my clients. But uh, Baird has brought a lot to the table, and we're, we're excited to have that in intellectual capital around us every day. Once again, Walt Secura is with the AKW Group, which is indeed affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company in Fairlawn and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. It's time now to open up our segments or Stock Talk, where we open up the phones for you to talk to Walt about questions on particular stocks that you may be interested in, that you hold, or that you would like to buy, or that you're kind of, kind of curious about. Give us a call at that number once more, 330 330- Six seven three one two three four, or on WNR.com, toll free at 800-669-4100. Take one of those calls right now. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Uh, yes, I was calling. Uh, the semiconductor companies seem to be in vogue right now, and there's a company, Advanced Micro Device, and they are acquiring a company with the ticker symbol LNCX. Yeah, um, Advanced Micro is yeah, yeah. Advanced Micro is one that we follow. Uh, we actually own it in our Empowering Women Diversity Portfolio. Um, yeah, there it is a hot space right now. You're right. I mean, my, uh, semiconductors because of the shortage, um, because of they've been in the news a lot, and people realize the importance of. Uh, semiconductors and microchips, it's a space that's definitely heated up. So you see big players that have cash flow and the ability, you know, go out and make acquisitions. I mean, that's part of growth. You can you can grow through developing your own chips, and a lot of times you can purchase other companies that fit well into your offering, and these companies, you know, they hope to integrate and uh, make those a part of their, you know, their earnings, make it accretive to their, their story. Uh, so acquisitions are really, really important for a lot of these tech companies. And to follow up uh, with that same uh, semiconductor theory, um, how about NVIDIA? NVIDIA seems to be moving in a big way right now. It is. It's moved amazingly over the last you know few years, and it's been a long time hold, holding in our core equity portfolio. Um, you know, NVIDIA, again, they, they're in the right places. You know, when you talk about artificial intelligence, when you talk about uh, gaming, the high-end video cards that are needed for warehousing. Um, they have really top-notch, te- top-notch technology and are really executing on all levels. So we really like NVIDIA. Okay, it sounds like both of those companies are good companies. Thanks they are. The they're a little, 
little bit pri- absolutely a little bit pricey. Uh, definitely have pushed the higher levels, but uh, I think if you're a long term investor, uh, definitely worth taking a look at. Thank you for your call, 330-673-1234. And as I mentioned, outside of Akron, toll-free, 800-669-4100. To talk to Walt Secura on Stock Talk on the Invest Wisely program on this uh, Father's Day Sunday. Another call is coming through, so let's uh, get to that as soon as the uh, automation allows me to pick it up. You're on WNIR. Good morning. Yes, uh, NVIDIA is going to split Monday. So it, the stock uh, announced the split at 600 the stock went to seven seventy five yesterday, and but it settled out at seven forty five. All right, so I, I just bring that to your attention. Uh, the only other one I was going to ask you about would be Lamb Research. So I'll, I'll get off the line here and listen to what you have to say. Thank you for your kindness. Um, yeah, so again, another uh, powerful uh, semiconductor player, you know, in Lamb, um, you know, one that we currently don't own, but, um, you know, again, they, they've performed very, very well, uh, you know, like other semiconductors over the past few years. I mean, this technology space uh, has really been a pretty powerful space. And, uh, you know, looking back at their last couple quarters, I mean, again, revenue growth up over 54% last quarter, earnings up over 88%. Um, you know, they do a lot with uh, the fabrication equipment for the semiconductor industry. So um, uh, kind of building machines that help these semiconductor companies be effective and, and productive and build new chips as we go forward in time. So uh, all of these are good ideas, Bob, and I think they all have a place in a portfolio given the right levels of risk and return. Now, you mentioned the uh, core equity and also your empowering women portfolios. Uh, you hold Adobe in uh, both of those portfolios. They had a good report last week, and uh, they have now delivered five consecutive quarters of good results. Their share price is now $565. Now, at that price, is Adobe still uh, a stock that's good to buy? Uh, it's such a powerful company, Bob. I mean, they uh, went to the subscription-based model. Uh, when you look at where they operate, you know, they w- operate in that creative uh, cloud offering, um, all their creative software, uh, you know, cl- software that we're so familiar and using with, you know, Photoshop, Premiere, Illustrator, InDesign, um, Dreamweaver, all these really, you know, high-end creative uh, software that helps so many creative uh, people out there, uh, as well as their document, um, you know, uh, offering uh, they're competing, like we said, with DocuSign, and uh, they have an offering now. Of course, Adobe Acrobat, a lot of us have been uh, used to that for years. When we get a PDF, when it opens up on our computer, you know, that's Adobe software a lot of times. And uh, they're really, you know, competing hard in that uh, document uh, management uh, space, the signing and of, of legal documents and easily transferring those documents from person to person. So, uh, we really like Adobe here. I mean, I think it's really interesting when you look deep into the company like we do. Um, they have over 4,169 patents. Uh, they have 488 patents that they put in place in 2020 alone. Uh, they have a really nice piece on the website that talks about customer success stories. And this is what matters to me, Bob. You know, you go through these and you read them and you see where you know, Adobe enabled Sony to generate 800% faster website production. Uh, they've enabled HP to move forward in expansion into 27 worldwide markets. Um, you know, it, it, when you see that they're helping other companies be 
creative and productive and make money. This is what builds value for a company. So uh, you look at the last quarter and you see 23% revenue growth and 24% earnings growth and a, and a very powerful company. So that's why it's a part of our core equity portfolio. We anticipate it to stay there for a while. Now you talk about these powerful companies. We just talked about Adobe. We've already mentioned NVIDIA. Companies like Apple, Amazon, Costco, Home Depot, all these others are doing uh, quite well right now. And considering that the market seems to be a little shaky, is it time now for investors to to uh, sell these positions and uh, take their profits? Bob, if you're an investor, we believe this is what you're looking for. So we would say no. I mean, if you're if you're a long-term investor, if you have that three to five-year time frame, you don't sell great companies. So I think it's the biggest mistake that people make. Um, you know, you look at your allocations, you look at your equity exposure, and it might be time to pare back. It might be time to reallocate a little bit. But if you, if you need returns and you're thinking about growing your wealth over time, you know, you want to have exposure to great companies. And uh, so we say, you know, as long as the financial power is there, as long as there's relative good valuation, you know, again, sometimes get, things get pricey, but uh, you pay for a lot of times what you get in the market as well. So we don't mind paying a little bit of a fair price at times. We would love to buy everything at a discount. So uh, we really tell people, be careful what you sell. Just don't sell to sell. Don't take easy profits. Uh, a lot of times you move out of these great ideas and you never get back in, and that's, that's, uh, that's one thing you can't afford to do. You only need a few of these in a lifetime to make a big, big difference in your in your wealth. So when you do decide to sell, uh, looking at sell discipline, what, you know, what is your discipline to sell a stock and what will make you do that? Well, Bob, you know, the number one reason we sell a stock is when we find another idea we like better. Uh, I mean, that's always my number one reason for selling. I'm constantly looking for something that's better if I find something that I truly believe is better. For, for instance, Adobe. That's a high bar to, to, to reach. I'd have to find a really powerful company to go over top of Adobe. But if I do, that's the easiest way. You know, you replace it with something else that gives you similar return potential. Uh, sometimes stories fragment. Sometimes things break down. Sometimes fundamentals change. Uh, sometimes companies make mistakes. They acquire things they shouldn't acquire. They have a trouble integrating it in. Um, they they lose the financial power that they have. And uh, so we have a lot of reasons and rules that we look at. And and we aren't afraid to sell a company. I mean, I don't I don't uh, you know any company I own, I'll happy to sell it. I, there's always other ideas, but. We just don't sell to sell. You know, we have to have a strong reason to sell it, and we have to have an even stronger reason to buy it. Let's take another call now for Walt Sakara of the AKW Group here in Fairlawn. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Morning. Uh, I was wondering about uh, Lemonade. Uh, it's an insurance stock, apparently. It symbols L-M-N-D. Uh, it doesn't really fit my... I'm more of a traveler's guy, but uh, it doesn't fit my profile. But... Uh, uh, I, I'm thinking some of these uh, newer things uh, I'm taking a, a harder look at. Have you ever researched Lemonade? I, I have. I've read a lot on Lemonade. They they uh, have some pretty impressive. It's an impressive story. I think for us, uh, Ken, still it's the metrics. You know, they haven't turned a profit. Um, revenue growth has uh, slowed quite a bit. Uh, from some of the fast growth they saw, you know, when they came to the IPO, I think it was the story that everybody bought into, and stock shot up to 188 bucks, and I think we're back to 100. Um, but I think rightfully so. You look at the last two quarters, revenues were down 13 uh, percent at the end of, of the December, and 
down 10%. We're going to get an earnings report here in August. But, yeah, this is one that I think there was a lot of hype, but maybe not as much uh, financial power behind the hype. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, thank you. Have a good week. Uh-huh. Sure. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secura of the AKW Group this morning here on Invest Wisely. So let's look at some other companies that are out there. Fresh Pet is a premium pet food company. They reported their earnings last week and uh, kind of showed a balanced case between their challenges and their opportunities. Now, Fresh Pet uh, was once in your small mid-cap portfolio. Do you still own Fresh Pet? We, we don't own fresh bread at this point, Bob. We have moved past it. Um, it, it. It moved up really into a level that we thought it was uh, really overvalued. Um, and, again, we, we see it falling back here. Uh, they really, one of the interesting things that they said in their report uh, was they just expect inflation to really hurt them going forward. And, uh, you know, they are talking about some of the things that, that we're talking about early in the show here. Um, you know, they're raising guidance, but they're giving a lot of concerns to inflation, and they're talking about a very tight labor uh, supply, not being able to find workers. And we're seeing that more and more in a lot of company reports. You know, labor costs, as we said, are one of the biggest costs out there. It can really uh, make this inflation story uh, way more than transitory, because once you got to hire people at a certain level, you really can't turn around and drop their pay. And a lot of companies are having trouble still finding good workers. Once again, we're talking to Walt Sakara, 330-673-1234, if you have any questions here on Stock Talk for him. Uh, Spotify is the world's largest music streaming service, 150 million total listeners, and uh, I didn't realize it was headquartered in Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, what do you think about Spotify? You know, Bob, I, I like the space. I, I, you know, we're looking at this one. Uh, it came out, and again, it got up to 387. Uh, the stocks dropped back to 247. Uh, they're making a lot of acquisitions in the podcasting space. Um, I think podcasting is a really under uh, underappreciated medium. Um, I actually listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, some of them are subscription-based podcasts. It's, a, it's an easy way when you're traveling and moving. As people get older and their eyes start to fail, honestly, have somebody telling me what I need to hear is, is a lot nicer than always trying to read this fine print on a lot of these things that I get. So, uh, we got an aging population, a lot of people that still want good information. And I think podcasting is a really unique. Uh, it's an entertainment vehicle. It's also an informational vehicle. And uh, Spotify is making a lot of acquisitions in this area. So, you know, we're looking hard at this company now that it's dropped back down into the, the 247 level. I got down to 211, but, again, was trading at 387 not too long ago. So uh, this is one that we consider, um, you know, and we're, we're, we're taking a hard look at it. We continue to hear news about uh, electric automobiles, autonomous vehicles, uh, uh, sometimes bad news like uh, the Lordstown project, which seems to be on its last legs. But both General Motors and Ford continue to show investments in uh, in the electric cars and autonomous cars. They claim these are going to be a regular part of their roster in the years to come. So the interest and the competition in this area is robust, and this would be an area to watch for. But how hard is it to sort out the winners from the losers, like the winners from the Lordstowns of the world? Yeah, it's hard, Bob, but I think when you look at companies that have proven uh, that they can produce vehicles and have long histories like Ford and GM, um, you know, it, it starts to make you see potential. I mean, Tesla brought the the excitement, you know, Elon Musk and Tesla brought the excitement to electric cars, and they got the story going, and uh, we see, you know, GM uh, announcing another increase in the amount, a 30% increase from what they initially announced. 
up to $27 billion um, that, that they're going to invest. Ford already has announced a, you know, a $30 billion investment. Uh, you look at what Ford did with the F-150 Lightning. They've had 100,000 people already uh, put down deposits to get on a wait list for that electric truck uh, that they're going to be bringing out. And in some ways, uh, these companies might be the, you know, like if you look at Netflix, the, the success that they had, Disney Plus was kind of like able to capitalize off of the, uh, really the business model that Netflix had built. And I think in some ways, Ford and GM may be the Disney Plus of the electric car. They're they're kind of capitalizing off of some of the things that Elon Musk and Tesla has done. Uh, so it's an interesting space to continue to look at. And again, we own GM in our Empowering Women portfolio. Uh, we're looking really close at Ford as well. So there seems to be some future in the uh, changing world of, of automobiles and electronics. And, uh, of course, we've also been looking at the so-called chip shortage, which uh, I guess apparently is easing right now, since I saw reports where GM is, is ramping up production of some of the vehicles because now they say they have enough computer chips to put in them. Yeah, they're starting to catch up. You know, the supply chains are ramping up. I mean, and, and again, it just was all that demand coming online. Uh, really, really quick, Bob, it kind of stressed the system, but you're, you're going to see companies work really hard to, you know, to get away with, you know, those uh, supply chain issues as quick as they can and move forward, and we're definitely seeing that. Of course, we know that Robert W. Baird is affiliated with the, the company there, AKW Group. They offer all kinds of services for their clients, and they're offering a special service, whether they're a client or not. Coming up uh, later on this summer, a retirement class. Uh, classes on how to prepare and how to how to make best decisions during retirement. Now, what have been the the uh, so far the positives for you and your team members as the AKW group as you're preparing for these classes and and getting people uh, to call in to register for them? Well, our whole team, Bob, I think, is learning that uh, you know when you get ready to teach something, you got to become an expert even more. It makes us better. It makes us look at the issues deeper, so we can explain them well in a classroom setting. I, I recognize that in my Years and years of teaching at the universities, I became, you know, more of an expert as I continued to teach and learn. And um, and also it makes us think about the success stories that we have in our client base. Uh, we have a lot of successful people who have done it the right way, uh, bringing some of those lessons to the table and also some of the human issues as well. It's not all about finances, Bob. It's about getting people to think about the challenges and the changes that go on in retirement. And uh, we plan to do all that in these classes, you know, give you the financial tools and uh, the financial knowledge you need, but also talk about some of those human issues that people run into and the challenges uh, that you run into as you go into retirement. Uh, if you're prepared, you can have a successful retirement. And as we say, a retirement without compromise, that's, that's the key, uh, because a lot of people make compromises in a retirement, and we don't want that for our clients and prospects. We want them to be able to have the retirement they truly want. There's going to be two distinct classes, uh, both for pre-retirees, that's one class, another class for those already in retirement. And uh, again, uh, just briefly tell us about those classes and if you have location and times at this point. Yeah, Bob, we do. We're going to offer them here in Kent, Ohio at the Kent State University uh, Convention Center. And we're also going to offer them in Washington, PA. Sue Marshall out there is going to help us uh, you know, get those classes up and running. She's a big part of the team. Uh, so we're excited, and those two classes are the, the retirement planning today, which is for anyone really 50 uh, and approaching retirement, and then the rejuvenate your retirement, which would be anybody that entered retirement, maybe already made some of the decisions you have to make about Social Security and, and health care, but you know, want to come back and make sure they're doing all the things they can do to create the best retirement that they can. So 
uh, two classes for two different age groups, but uh, both going to be pretty, uh, pretty uh, great classes in our in our opinion. And we're excited to get out there and teach them, and that'll start up real quick. So if you you have any questions, make sure you give us a call, and we can give you all the information on these classes. If you'd like more information, you can call the AKW Group in Akron at two three four four six six seven four seven six two three four four six six seven four. Seven six, And as Walt mentioned, they're offering them in Washington, Pennsylvania, the Western Pennsylvania, Greater Pittsburgh area. Call that number for more information at 412-480-5090. That's 412-480-5090 for the AKW Group and Sue Marshall in Washington, Pennsylvania. So again, Walt Secura, another week is coming up. Uh, we're approaching uh, the, the midpoint of the year. So what do you look forward to next week? Well, Bob, we'll continue to watch the economic data. Uh, there's still, you know, all that matters. We'll continue to watch what interest rates do. And we have a few more company reports to look at this week. Accenture, Darden Restaurants, uh, FedEx, Nike, we get a few more reports here at the end of the quarter. And then we're going to turn it right back on because we're going to get to the end of June and we're going to get results from that quarter going into July. So uh, always data for us to look at, Bob, and always work to be done. Once again, the AKW Group and Walt Secura and his team in Akron, 234-466-7476. In Washington, Pennsylvania, Sue Marshall at 412-480-5090. Tell him you heard him on WNIR Kent Akron. Walt, a very happy Father's Day to you and all the fathers out there listening on this Father's Day Sunday. We'll talk to you once more uh, next Sunday at 8.30 in the morning. Thanks for talking to us and have a good week. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Adobe Systems, Inc., symbol ADBE. Advanced Micro Devices, Inc., symbol AMD. Amazon.com, symbol AMZN. Apple, Inc., symbol AAPL. Costco Wholesale Corporation, symbol COST. The Walt Disney Company, symbol DIS. DocuSign, Inc., symbol DOCU. Ford Motor Company, symbol F. Fresh Pet, Inc., symbol FRPT. General Motors, symbol GM. Home Depot, symbol HD. Hewlett Packard Company, symbol HPQ. Lamb Resource Corporation, symbol LRCX. Lemonade, Inc., symbol LMND. Netflix, Inc., symbol NFLX. NVIDIA Corporation, symbol NVDA. Lordstown Motors Corporation, symbol RIDE. Sony Group Corporation, symbols S-O-N-Y, Spotify Technology, symbol S-P-O-T. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates managed or co-managed a public offering of Fresh Pet Inc., symbol F-R-P-T, in the past 12 months. And also, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from Fresh Pet Inc., symbol FRPT, in the past 12 months.